0: Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Blast Points with Jason and Gabe. May the Force be with you, always.
1: Ghosts.
2: Hello Star Wars fans, Move Milkers everywhere, welcome to episode 89 of Blast Points, this is Jason it's Gabe Two And you know, The Force Awakens started with Luke Skywalker has vanished And Force Friday started with Luke Skywalker has vanished from all the shells everywhere Yeah, Luke Skywalker was missing, exclamation point he, Yeah, he either got grabbed up immediately or wasn't even on the truck <laughs> Depending on what store you went to. <laughs> it's we're recording this on actual fourth Friday, September first, two thousand seventeen, and we're still pretty tired. I went to bed last night at about four AM. Oh so I went to bed at three AM, which is the same time as four AM for you, so Yeah. <laughs> you took a hour and a half nap outside today, so Yeah. You didn't oh uh, yeah, you've been awake the whole time, so I'll pour coffee in the microphone was, for you. Just pour it on my face. I'll mail you some. It should get there in time, I think. So we got a lot of Force Friday stuff to go over. But also, there's there's some Last Jedi stuff that just has to be talked about before we get into the Force Friday business.
3: Good. Come
1: Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, you would think, since it was Force Friday, that things would slow down, but... It doesn't. There's, <laughs> last Jedi does not stop at this point. It's a what runaide train. Yeah, the, the train has left the station. It's out yeah. of control. It's rock and roller coaster. We just went zero to 58 in two seconds.: Steven Tyler just exploded somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has last Jedi fever. Hardcore right now. Where's the trailer?: Where is the trailer? We need a trailer, and I'm not saying we, like you and I I'm talking about the whole world. Yeah, I think the world earned a trailer after uh, everything that's going on. Well, because are we crazy for thinking that we had the trailer before Force Friday, the last two movies? Or are we just imagining it wrong, remembering it wrong? The Force Awakens, there was there was the one that was a year in advance. And then there was the celebration one. And then the the one, who are you? And there are stories about what happened. That was October, because remember, that came out the same time that tickets went on sale, and it was a frenzy. Right. You're N- right. Now, Rogue One, we got really spoiled because there was the August trailer. And then there was another one, I want to say, like, right in September. So maybe it's not so bad because, right, because Force Awakens was weird because we got two teaser trailers before the actual trailer came out. Last Jedi, we just had that one. So, we like, in the big picture, yeah, Last Jedi is the, the, the one we've known the least about, or we've seen the least of before the figures came out. I guess maybe because of that, that they were being extra conservative with what figures they released as well like there were no creatures not really any droids just the main characters from force awakens and only uh, were the only new characters uh rose and page yeah right Mm -hmm. well unless the funko pops but that's a whole nother story yeah those don't count (laughs) except i did almost buy the traveling luke i stared at him for a long time we just need a trailer that's it's, that's all it comes down to. We need yeah. to see we need to see some dialogue from this movie. We we've all got serious case of the fever that we just need a little trailer aspirin. Just bring <laughs> bring our temperatures down a little bit. Breathe. And then, yeah, non-trailer things just keep coming. That Empire cover oh, kind of kicked me in the gut today. I had Force Friday fever, and then all of a sudden, I keeled over looking at that. Just a big close-up view of the robot hand. And the saber, and Ray's hand. Everything you need in a movie. <laughs> it's like at this point, they're just messing with us. It's like if somebody put like the smell of rotisserie chicken... In your house, <laughs> and you were going crazy trying to find that that tasty sweet rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Where's the chicken? I can <laughs> smell it. Right, because you look at that cover and you just—I know what the rest of his arm looks like. I know what the rest of her arm looks like. All I can think about is rotisserie chicken, too, because <laughs> all the all the Luke figures just look like Kenny Rogers, and and it goes back and forth between. Oh man, I'm so excited and pumped for Last Jedi. And then, oh man, I wish they still had Kenny Rogers roasters.
3: You got to know when the
2: whole know when the fall. It's been years in the making. Know when the And it's away. here at last. Kenny Rogers greatest hits. big to find time to lead me, Lucy. <laughs> oh, I wish. So I could just eat some Kenny Rogers chicken while I looked at Jedi Luke. I dream about Kenny Rogers roasters. So I think I have had probably about sixty to seventy-five actual dreams at nighttime where I'm back in a Kenny Rogers roasters. That's what happens. It's either Star Wars dreams or rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Trying to dream about what sides I want. The apple cobbler. Oh well. The sweet sweet cornbread. <laughs> well, I guess. And since we're talking about chicken, we keep forgetting with the onslaught of stuff that the giant rubber chicken. Is pretty much confirmed, right? It's real. It's real. You laughed at us a year ago, a year and a half ago, when we started talking about the rubber chicken. People thought we were huffing paint out of a paper bag, then recording the podcast, but we weren't. We were huffing chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? It's in the look and find book, right? Yeah, the kids like look and find book, like the uh, the Star Wars Where's Waldo books. Uh, there is a beautiful picture of the the giant chew Planet rubber chicken just hanging out flopping around i think it was sunbathing on the beach <laughs> but there's so. still there's some confusion because there's like all been this talk of a sea monster is the well, rubber chicken the sea monster it might be maybe luke's gives ray a quest to go steal its beach towel and sunscreen and see if she can do it without getting sat on by the rubber chicken well the the more creatures the better i say there's caretakers there's porgs there's giant rubber chickens they may all be related to each other I hope after Luke leaves Achoo that Marvel does a comic, like, the next day. Citizens of Achoo. It could be a a choose-your-own-adventure book. (laughs) I just hope when they fly away that all the creatures, like, go up on the beach and they're all waving at the Falcon when it flies away, like at the end of Force Awakens. But it's just all the, the wonderful citizens of Achoo. So there was stuff that came out from the the evil First Order BB unit droid, BB-9E, right? Something with Snoke's new Star Destroyer. Yeah, in addition to, before we get to that, that app, basically the app that controls the droid has like a, I think a data bank or some information on things. And there's also a picture and a description of two more BB units, BB-2 and BB-4. Oh. So did you see that? I don't think I did. So those are the, uh, I guess kind of like the regular generic resistance BB units. And they have like, instead of the full dome head, their heads like cut in half. So it's flat on top and they just have an eye sticking out of it. Oh yeah. I did see that. That's yeah. You know, that's the thing. Stuff is coming so fast now. I know it's hard to keep track of it all. It's really hard to keep track of everything. (laughs) What it's like, I'll, you know, I'll see some picture of Rey with her lightsaber, like on a chew or something, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that looks awesome." All right, another photo, and then like half hour later, there's another new photo. We still got four months to go. Yeah, I just need five minutes where I'm not sweating. All my I had uh, all my clothes remade out of towels, <laughs> <laughs> just to keep going. So, Snoke, Star Destroyer. What is that thing called? I think that. Came out last night, basically. Oh, yeah. Snoke has a Star Destroyer called the Supremacy. What did they say? It's a mega Star Destroyer, since mega is always bigger than super. First order, you got to do biggie size. Biggie size to the extreme. It's more extremely than the Empire. Yeah, so it's called the Supremacy. It's the main. It's basically Snoke's ship. It's the head of the First Order. It's been hanging out in the. Unknown regions? Is that what they call it? Yeah. So it's been in the unknown regions? Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. It's been sense. Hanging, hanging out there. I don't know. It got me super excited because it kind of looks like Padme shuttle from Attack of the Clones. It does. Just a giant. And then did you notice it, there's like little triangle wedges along the back wings that people are assuming are like Star Destroyer docking bays? That's insane. And then there's – I think there's basically two pictures from the app, one of the front and then one of the back with – It's got like 20 engines on the back. I can't wait when that shows up on screen, uh, what Johnny Williams is going to do, because you know he's going to whip up something real nasty. Just be the sound of speakers exploding. (laughs) 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 It's just sub-basin explosion sounds. Are you sitting down or laying down? I am sitting down. Yes, it'd be great if I did the podcast standing up, though. At the end, you'll be so tired. Yeah, <laughs> I think our last Jedi episode, I'm just going to be pacing the whole time. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, well, so what's going on? All right, so today, basically, the databank came out for the Resistance cruiser, which is called the Radis. What? Oh, I see- the mon calamari head flagship probably the one that leia's on is called the radis maybe there'll be like an oil painting portrait (laughs) on the bridge of radis man i wonder if it'll get called out by name in the last jedi people can be screaming because somebody's like the radis is in trouble welcome to my ship it's the radis (laughs) i'll just slowly slide out of my chair on the ground (laughs) goodbye take off poochie style i have to go now my planet needs me (laughs) it's it's a good looking ship it looks like kind of the old school mon calamari with kind of like a it's got like a pointy nose like a dinosaur bird kind of like the caretakers there you go (laughs) that's the whole that's the secret to the design of the last jedi is dinosaur birds (laughs) it's those george lucas phone calls because, yeah, I guess even the Supremacy, you know, is kind of dinosaur birdy, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a pterodactyl or something. Doug Chang is sleeping. Gets the call. Uh, it's me. All the ships all gonna look like dinosaur birds. Yeah. Well, all the droids look like eggs. Yep, there you go. <laughs> it's it's uh, We found the secret. <laughs> we decoded it.
3: Industry-wide sales are up by almost 8%, most of the increase attributable to the space toys craze. But Cincinnati-based Kenner Corporation sales are up 40%, and Kenner officials say the movie Star Wars is responsible. Last year, Kenner won the rights to manufacture toys based on the movie, paying millions in royalties. But Kenner says it'll pay off. They've shipped over 30 million Star Wars toys this season, and they're firmly convinced the craze could last for years. The attitude
1: we're taking in our planning is that George Lucas has created this marvelous
3: fantasy world, peopled by all kinds of droids and exciting creatures. And uh, we think that uh, it could be another Disney. Maybe uh,
2: 50 years from now, they'll be celebrating uh, R2-D2's 50th anniversary. So, yeah, like we were saying, we're still recovering from Force Friday, as you can probably tell. We're still trying to pull it together. It's still fresh in our minds. It just happened for us last night. So, Gabe, how did how did it go for you? What, what was your Force Friday or Thursday evening like? It was pretty similar to Rogue Friday. The only thing I can think is maybe I have too many stores in Toys R Us by me since I'm somewhat close to a big city. Like there's like three Toys R Us just pretty close to me. And for the last three Force Fridays, we've gone to a different one each time just to kind of see what's different. And uh, this was not different where there was like eight people in line was kind of dead. What was awesome was when we got there, the Toys R Us didn't even have the lights on. So it was just like people standing (laughs) in the dark. So not quite the party atmosphere um, that it seems like you get in Michigan. Yeah, that was how it started. I don't know. What what was your line like? Your line, I think, was a little more exciting, right? Yeah, it was. You know, it, it's interesting because I kept thinking, like, it's called Force Friday 2. And it's like, man, what about Rogue Friday? Like, that happened. Yeah. But it was much more similar. Like, the turnout was similar to 2015. The excitement in the line was a bit more like 2015. There was a lot. And, you know, once we got inside, it was a lot more like 2015. But So it did It did seem a little more like the first Force Friday and less like Rogue Friday. It did. I mean, I think people were more excited this time around. I think Rogue Friday, people didn't seem quite as pumped up. I, th- I feel like there was a lot of people that were there for the, the Tank Driver exclusive Black Series. But... Yeah, I don't know. The the line was definitely longer and it kept growing overnight. I feel like there were more kids in line for me in Ann Arbor this year. Oh, that's cool. There were like I think there were only two kids in my line and they were maybe like twelve, thirteen maybe. And just I think they were brothers or they were the only kids that were there. It's nice in the the Ann Arbor line now where you we're starting to see the same people year after year. And it's like these are people that we only see in line (laughs) at Toys R Us. Everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? Yeah, we're here again. How's your year been? Okay, cool. You know? Yeah. Everybody's starting to remember everybody. But it's kind of nice, you know? And I kept thinking, you know, it's like we were talking last week. Like, you could just go and get a Snickers bar or get a Klondike bar. And you really could because it's like, in the end, the most fun thing is just kind of hanging out. And talking to your friends or talking to the friends you've met in line. Because it's certainly not at least at Toys R Us, the awesomeness is not when you get inside the store. That's usually like the only bummer part of the night. Like <laughs> the best part of the night is just hanging out with your friends and chit chatting. And it's like it's like a little taste of celebration. It's like we're we were in line and some people were asking us about like how we were crazy and we did both the the 40th anniversary and the Last Jedi panels at Celebration. And they were like, well, what's that like, like when you're there overnight? And we're like, it's like this. It's like when we're hanging out outside Toys R Us, but we're here for like six times this amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Imagine waiting in line for Force Friday, but you hadn't eaten or sleep. Slept for two days, and you're delirious and sleeping on a on a uh, pool toy. But again, you know you wouldn't trade it for the world. It's like no, the best thing in the world. Yeah. It, it can be brutal while you're doing it, but then when you look back, you're like, that was the greatest. No, it was it was pretty great while we were doing it. So <laughs> every every couple of weeks, I get out a inflatable pool toy and just sleep in the corner, <laughs> just to just to keep my uh, keep my edge. celebration what's up Whoa. like you were saying it's like once you got into the store i think once force friday actually happened we had a similar experience where it's like it's toys r us it's like the the only all toy store really in the world and they didn't have any stuff <laughs> on like, the night on the night that is like these are there's, there's a group of people and all they want to do is buy star wars toys and there's a shortage of Star Wars toys. We thought at the time, like, oh man, Force Friday. You know, they just don't have any stuff this year. But then you leave Toys R Us and realize all the other stores had stuff. Yeah, <laughs> makes it even weirder. Yeah, because yeah, we our our manager for the store came out beforehand, and he was just like, we don't got that much stuff. <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay. We started to get the fear when they said that they didn't have the the t shirts. Which is fine because, you know, I don't need another size medium Funko Pop t-shirt. But then it started to be like, well, if they don't have the shirts, then did they not get other stuff? Yeah, because I think, didn't you say if you guys, as far as the Black Series figures, like they didn't even get a case with the Lukes in it, right? You just got wave two. I heard a rumor there was one, one Luke and one Ray. I never saw them. But I heard a rumor that maybe there was one box then. I don't know. There was a lot of what was supposed to be in Wave 2. Yeah, with Maz and... Yeah, Finn in the First Order uniform and all that stuff. Well, see, the R-Store was even weirder. Is I don't think they got any of the normal Black Series figures. They only had, like, two cases of the Toys R Us exclusive Commander Gree from Revenge <laughs> of <laughs> the Sith. Which... It was a pretty sweet looking figure, but I don't think anyone in line was waiting for that because they were all still there when everybody left. There was an awesome kid in line that that's all he wanted was gris. So wow. he left happy. He should have came to Chicago. <laughs> he would have been in heaven. He could have just laid down like in a pile of them.
3: In hey, laser
2: So we were going to do interviews of people in line. I got a few, and you talked to somebody, right? Yeah, I was able to get one. She was basically first in line. She was pretty hardcore because she got there, I think, at 9, she said. and 9 a.m. You know, or 9 p.m.? 9 p.m., but remember, at the end, there were only like 10 people in line. So I okay. think when she was in line, she was the only person in line probably for two of the three hours. So, yeah, I talked to her, and, and then I asked if anyone else wanted to get interviewed, and everyone said no. So— They probably had just listened to the IG-88 episode, and they were like, no thank you. So let's listen to your one, your interview you did.
0: Hi, my name is Destiny Rose. I'm part of the Celestial Dragons Star Wars cosplaying organization. Um, I've been at Force Friday for the first Force Friday. I opened the Disney store at the Woodfield Mall. And then I was also for uh, Rogue, Fra- uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars release. This year I got here at like 9 o'clock. I'm dressed up, all ready to go. Um, I'm looking forward to all the cool stuff that's coming out. Um, going store to store and hunting for stuff. I'm excited.
2: Awesome. Yeah, you're first in line. How long have you been here?
0: I just got here a little bit before 9.
2: Oh man. So... Not quite the line that has been in the past?
0: No, no, definitely not. Um, when the uh, first first Friday happened, uh, me and my father were here. Uh, it was raining the whole night. Everyone was, like, calling spots off from their cars. Um, it's beautiful weather tonight. Uh, no rain, nothing like that. Um, you, the line, we're standing right by the door right now for Toys R Us. There's all the way by the end of the shopping center it was right the line stopped for the first first ride I was expecting it to be uh, a lot more lines considering they advertised it but you know
2: yeah well yeah it's different every year Mm -hmm. Um, what in particular are you trying to get
0: Um, more than anything you know, I'm really looking for a Porg, because um, they're adorable, but I'm also looking for the Luke, the new Rey, the Kylo Ren, and uh, yes. hoping to go to the Disney store tomorrow morning for the uh, official release and get the die-cast figures, because that's what I've been hunting for yes. the past couple of years. So.
2: Yeah, the big R2 that's coming out is pretty cool. Yeah. It's not to scale with anything, but it's a good-looking figure.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Cool, and do you have any uh, Crazy Force, or Force, mm-hmm. any Crazy Last Jedi theories?
0: Ah! Anything
2: you're looking forward to most in the movie?
0: I don't know. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing who Rey's parents are. That's been something that's going along for a long time. I kind of am hoping that uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi might be oh, in there no. somewhere. <laughs> um And I'm really, really looking forward to see what's up with the "the Jedi must end quote from the uh, first trailer. Oh, so yeah. I'm looking to see what yeah. happens.
2: We're all wondering about that. Right, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anyone else? Have any interest? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did she, was she able to get anything that she was looking for? I don't know. Cause in the like chaos of going in to get stuff, I don't remember seeing her again. So I hope she got her stuff. <laughs> or maybe she just left and ran to one of the other stores. Cause that was, I think, the other fun thing of the night is like, Seeing the same people at every store, you would end up going to because yeah. everyone had the same idea. Because you know, whatever store is closest, they would quickly go there after Toys R Us. So yeah, it was as we pulled out of Toys R Us, it was like the cannonball run, seeing just a bunch of cars all pulling out and all headed to the same direction. Yeah, trying to figure out the shortest route. We can beat them by by thirty seconds if we cut through this parking lot. I and mean, the mood inside Toys R Us in in Ann Arbor was a lot of like. Is this it? Like we, you know, we seriously, when when they right before they opened the doors, the manager said, "When you go in, there's going to be some Star Wars stuff in the normal Star Wars section. There is a little bit of Star Wars stuff in with the Legos. After like the Black Series got wiped out with all the AT-AT drivers and like Snowtroopers and stuff, the weird weird selection. We were like, seriously, that's it. <laughs> and we were like, well. Should we go look at the Legos? Maybe there's like a mystery stash over there. <laughs> stuff hidden. I know that's like everyone was kind of like in shock and in a daze for a while just figuring out what was going on. <laughs> uh, we ended up by the Legos because uh, I went with uh, with Lou and Richie and they're, Lou's always getting Lego sets. So we, we always hit the Lego aisle. But what was funny is just randomly all the vehicles were in a completely different part of the store. They were like in the front off to the side by like the beach stuff. <laughs> so at some point somebody figured out where the vehicles are and then everyone's like, hey, do you know, did you notice the vehicles are like way over there? So and that was I didn't get why, you know, being Toys R Us, why they didn't have a big Star Wars section in the front. Like they still have like Wonder Woman and Justice League stuff like in the front of my Toys R Us. Yeah, that's the thing. I remember the Attack of the Clones back when they called it Midnight Madness. It was the whole front of the store was Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think we'll forever have been spoiled by Phantom Menace, Midnight Madness, where it was like I felt like it was a quarter of the whole store. Like, yeah, it was just everywhere you turned was just Phantom Menace stuff. So maybe we'll never it'll never be that again. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with the Force Friday because it's like. They want to get people hyped up and come out, but they don't really want to – they don't seem to be willing to put more stuff out and kind of make a party out of it. Well, at a certain point, people are just going to not be tempted by the free poster and size medium t-shirt at Toys R Us, and they're just going to start going other places. Because this year, every other major retailer had a pretty good supply of what people wanted, just not Toys R Us. Yeah. Yeah, I think next time I'm probably – we'll just go to Meyer. Um, especially since Myers 24 hours And you can kind of like watch them put the stuff out <laughs> Right? And you just yeah. have to wait till midnight To actually pay for it um, So were you able to interview anybody? Yeah, so I talked to a bunch of folks And um, a lot of awesome people online Some people I talked to last year were kind of caught up So let's listen to our first one here Alright, so this is Jason, I'm here outside the Toys R Us in Ann Arbor. And who am I talking to right here? Angelo. Angelo, so you were in line here. You were first in line pretty much, right? Yes, the second one. Second one. Um, so what are, you, what are you looking for tonight? Black Series, for sure.
1: Any in particular? Uh, I think that uh, the special ones, uh, the exclusive ones, and also um, Kylo Ren and uh, Tron, for sure.
2: Do, do you, do you, so we, you, I saw some pictures of your collection earlier you have a massive collection, right?
1: Yes, yes. So far, I have the complete collection of the Black Series. So I used to say that I'm cursed because I have every single one, and I can't stand to have a new ones and I don't have. So I'm, I'm pretty much cursed by now, so that's it. How, how long have you been collecting Star Wars? Uh, since four years old. So by my accent, you can see that I'm not from this neighborhood. So actually, I was born in South America, and uh, I started to collect... Um, around, I think that the first one that I have is from my fourth anniversary. So my father's gave to me uh, Star Wars is a big thing in South America and I grew up uh, collecting toys and I never stopped. So that's... remember <laughs> what was the first Star Wars thing you ever got? Do you remember? Yes, it was the the vintage Luke Skywalker. Oh, wow. Not the collapse, uh, collapse uh, snored one, but uh, yes, that was the first one.
2: So your whole collection you have at home now, what is What's your, was your f- absolute favorite thing? If your place is on fire, what are you gonna grab before you run out?
1: <laughs> oh, that's difficult to choose right now. But uh, I have a Lando Carisian that was—he's actually made by steel, because the the vintage collection in South America, uh, they didn't—the ha- first ones was not made on plastic. They was made on—they was casting ones. Okay. So they—so uh, in South America they had the original collection in casting. So I think that's my little treasure.
2: Wow! Yeah.
1: A Steel Lando. Steel Lando.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How are you looking forward to Last Jedi?
1: Uh, yes, for sure, for sure. I'm pretty excited. So here's a question: What's your favorite Star Wars movie of all time? I think *Paras Strikes Back* for sure. What's number two? The Force Awakens. Can you believe on that? No, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm I'm pretty excited for the next one. Uh, I think that things are in place. I I'm I think that will be a great movie. Yeah.
2: awesome. Thank you for talking
1: to me. Was a pleasure. Thank you.
2: Well, that was great. Yeah, I want die-cast Lando. <laughs> I don't think I ever knew that they made. Diecast versions of the of the original figure line in South America. That's crazy. I had never heard that either. Oh man, I bet you like a diecast Vader would be the best because you could like scratch his clothes off, and it would be like he's really a machine underneath. <laughs> he was telling me how crazy expensive it is to get Black Series figures in South America. When he moved to the U.S., one of his biggest things he was looking forward to was getting Black Series figures. <laughs> And not paying like almost $100 for each one That's impressive Mm -hmm. He was awesome, he was great I interviewed uh, a bunch of other people while in line But we got so much stuff to go over I don't know if we're going to have time for those But if you go to blastpointspodcast.com Check out the description for this episode And we'll have links where you can listen To all the other interviews that I did in line At the Toys R Us Nan Arbor Cool, that sounds great like, what did you actually get at Force Friday? We didn't talk about that yet. My goal, all I wanted was a Luke, a Black Series Luke. And my daughter really wanted, like, the small Porg. The, like, plushy one? Yeah. But it was pretty clear that Luke wasn't going to happen. Because by the time the swarm of people got away from the the Black Series section, pretty much all that was left was uh, Gree. And I was just <laughs> like, no, that's not, I, I'm good. And then I was just kind of standing there, and I was like, well... And this is at Toys R Us. I was like, maybe I'll get a three and a quarter Luke. And I turn around and like all, I think all that was left for three and a quarter figures were Hucks. So, (laughs) and then I kind of was just like, oh, the Porg. And I looked and there was like the little cardboard basket and I found a a little Porg. So I got a little Porg. And then after that, we went to the Meyer store that was just kind of down the road from the Toys R Us in Ann Arbor. And I was able to get a Luke there, thankfully. Oh, that's good. So I kind of got what I was looking for. I know other people were kind of looking for Lukes, and other people were looking for Rays. Um, but that just didn't happen last night. But I guess they were everywhere at Target this morning. That's you get for going to Force Friday at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to go when the normal people go. Yeah, just um, sleep. Yeah, I really wanted to get Black Series, Ray and Luke, and... The little, like, three and a quarter Ray and Luke. And at the Toys R Us, I was able to get Ray and Luke and Chewy with the Porg in the three-inch size. But, yeah, there were no Black Series things. So I was in a pretty good mood because at least I got the tiny versions of what I wanted. But then, yeah, we headed out, you know, for another two-hour journey of what other stores we could hit. It was funny. At one point, I was like, man, we should just go to Walgreens Um, because no one ever goes to Walgreens. And they have Black Series figures sometimes. So we drove uh, pretty far to a 24-hour Walgreens And at that one, they had the Black Series Jango Fett, which I never bought. And I was like, I really wanted a Black Series figure. So I was like, whatever, I'm still force Friday. So so I bought Black Series Jango Fett. But the best thing was when we checked out, like the manager of the Walgreens was like, you guys collectors. (laughs) And he like pulled out a business card and apparently he has like a side job where he runs like some – collector toy shop so he was trying to get us to come buy stuff from him which was weird because he was like the manager of Walgreens and then the other cashier guy was just this really creepy dude and he was like looking at my Django and he was like oh I like this yes <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't know. I would guess because it was Force Friday. He was like trying to be friendly and seemed like he was into it. But I don't know. He was but, almost like real life wow It was probably the most exciting thing happening at Walgreens at 1 a.m. <laughs> probably. But yeah, just staring at Django. I like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dad, Tony's here.
2: Well, ultimately, we ended up at a Meijer. Which at two in the morning still had a ton of stuff. And I was able to find the Black Series Ray there. A guy who got there just before us had had a Thrawn, a bunch of the Black Series Stormtroopers. So it seemed like they had a lot of stuff like right up until the end. Richie was able to get a whole bunch of Porg stuff. The the animatronic Porg, I think all the Funko Pop Porgs plus... The two weren't there. Two different plushy ones, I think. I there was yeah, there was like a little one, there was a big one, and then there was the one that like sings and dances and stuff. So in the end, I kind of felt like if you looked hard enough, you could find stuff. So it was, I think, overall a positive, good fun Force Friday. But I think my biggest, I'm just Toys R Us needs to step it up. I think because you know, like we said, they're the toy store. They should be like giving people slices of cake and having like a disco band playing. <laughs> And acrobats, you know, like, and then actually have toys to buy. At some point, I might be in the Klondike bar category where I'm just like, (laughs) I'm just going for the Star Wars party, everybody. I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to get some ice cream. How is there not Han and Carbonite popsicles? Oh, they need like one of those Disney World lightsaber churro stands. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I did. I bought a black series, the New Hope Vader too. I guess I I forgot about that. Yeah. So that's... I kind of I kind of got the fever. Once you're delirious, things just start going in your shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> you Don't realize it till the next day. So you guys got a bunch of like the the Force Link stuff, right? Yeah. So that was the fun thing. Like I said, we were. Uh, I think we were all bad influences. Uh, Lou convinced me to get the Vader, and I convinced him to get the Force Link. Which did you look at the Force Link thing? It's like, it's $30. I kind of like rubbed my finger on it. It's way too expensive for like, because really it's like all the kids, like my son just saw a picture of it and he's like, what is that? And I was like, it makes the fingers talk or figures talk. And he's like, I need that. But it's like, yeah, it's really, really expensive. Like I don't remember the, I guess the Comtech chip was pretty, Comtech reader was pretty expensive too, but I don't know. It seems excessive for what it is, but yeah, he bought one and I got to give. Some thanks to Lou. Give him a shout out for basically buying it and then letting me come by today because he had between the two of us. I, since I got Luke, he wasn't able to get Luke, but he had almost all the other figures. So we um, recorded all the Comtex. Te- com- com- it's been a long day. No, so we recorded all the Force Link um, sounds so we can listen to some of those. But man, it is the most awkward, uncomfortable thing to do because it's not like the comtech chip where you just set the figure on it and it talks or push a button, it literally – it goes on your – it has to go on your hand like – it's like a Spider-Man web shooter, and it's made for little kid arms, so I could barely get it to fit on on my arm, (laughs) and I don't have, like, you know, Popeye arms or anything. But you put it on, and you have to, like, pretty much do, like, the Spider-Man pose to push that paddle thing back, and then that turns it on – but you have to do that while you're holding the figure in your hand, and then somehow it like reads the sensor in the in the figure's foot, like through your hand, and then a sound will start. The good news is I don't think it's going to be thirty dollars for very long. <laughs> no, that was yeah. What it yeah? At some point I'll pick a couple up. So and then you can because you can have two figures, one in each hand, and then you can kind of awkwardly shake them, and then it'll sound <laughs> like they're fighting. Well, I'm really looking forward to this. Let's let's hear what some of these Force Link figures sound like. All right, let's start with the one we're all excited for, right? Luke.
4: May the Force be with you. Trust your instincts.
1: Come, I'll show you the true meaning of the Force. Leave this place.
3: Stay back.
2: (laughs) All right, yeah. Who knows yes. that those are things actually said in the Last Jedi? And I am pretty sure that's not Mark Hamill. No, <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's kind of like a sound alike, somewhat. It's it's um, it's Mark Hamill esque. But yeah, that one has a little some little teas, maybe you know the Do you say the true nature of the force? Yeah, I will sh- show you the true nature of the force. I only listened to these like two hundred times today and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a blur. Yeah, so there's Luke. So let's go to Ray. So with Ray, there actually are two figures out that have the chip, so they're I have them both mixed together. Okay.
5: The first order are everywhere. You're going to pay for what you did. I feel the force. You will release me. I'm not leaving without you. Shh. <laughs>
2: You know, it's really kind of refreshing to hear because it it literally is sequel trilogy ComTech. Yeah, it's ComTech. Again, <laughs> it's like really hasn't come that much farther because it's like questionable voice actors that maybe sound like the people sometimes. I think half the time Ray sounds like Jira. I was waiting for her to say Storm's coming. <laughs>
1: Storm coming up, Annie. Um, oh, you're the sweetest little boy. I've ever known.
2: But then like with Luke, it's like, it's hard. Are those lines from the movie? Like, is she going to come rescue Finn? Because Finn came and rescued her. I spent way too much time last night thinking about why Ray is on Crate. Because they released the pictures of that Black Series, like set with Ray on Crate with the red dust on the planet. Yeah, they all got to meet up for some reason. That's why I was up until four in the morning. I was just laying in bed, looking straight up at the ceiling, thinking about it. (laughs) Again, we need a trailer, but okay. So what, what's next? Yeah. So next we'll go uh, Finn. So Finn's a little different. Ooh.
3: That means Finn, and I'm George. Do exactly as I say, I can get you out of here.
2: Stay low, it confuses their tracking. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Well, that actually sounds like it's John Boyega. Yeah, so I think with Finn, it's actually lines from Force Awakens. yeah. So, yeah, they're kind of all over the place. So now let's go to Kylo, who there were two Kylos. So if you buy the um, the Comtech, I'm just going to keep calling it the Comtech Reader. Go right ahead. If you buy Comtech Reader, Comtech 2, it comes with Kylo with his helmet. And then there's also the Kylo without the helmet figure. So I mix those those characters together. And it'll be, see when you're listening to it, if you can tell when it switches figures. Okay. Show <laughs> me So, yeah, first is helmet, second is no helmet. Kylo's, like, all over the place where I think a few of those lines are actually lines from Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think some are, like, a sound-alike. Some, I think, are a different sound-alike guy. And then I think, the tr- isn't when it says traitor, isn't that actually the stormtrooper saying traitor? Not hey. when Kylo says traitor? Yeah, it could be. But we'll <laughs> let that slide. But yeah. maybe, Because I'm still thinking, about, you will bring Luke Skywalker to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, mm-hmm. are, the Knights of, are the Knights of Ren Hanging around, and Kylo mm. sends him, or he's telling the space horse to go get Luke. <laughs> oh, I want to mention too, like if you hear like clicking and and sounds, once you get it to make the first sound, to get the other sounds, you have to like tap the Force Link reader to get it to change sounds, or like shake your arm like a crazy person. So you're either hearing me shaking my arm like a crazy person, or like constantly tapping it to get the other sounds to come out. Sounds simple. Let's get into, here's an old favorite. That one's all spoilers. That was some heavy stuff. Right. You might want to skip that part if you're (laughs) kind of spoiler phobic because Chewie's basically just telling you what what happens at the end. The whole movie. He maps it out. All right. So who we got next? We got newcomer Rose. Tell me if you notice anything interesting about Rose. Okay.
4: I can fix anything. Blast him. We have a mission to complete.
2: You can't give up on the resistance. Yeah, is that Rose or is that Ahsoka? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's Ashley Eckstein, yeah. It's a little weird. Especially, it's like we got a brand new character and we're just they just gave her Ahsoka's voice. <laughs> she, she was in the recording studio. Here, just say these lines. Yeah, that yeah. really sounds like Ashley Eckstein. So, here, let's... And now we have uh, Rose's sister, Paige. Oh, okay, cool. Orders
3: received. We have to tackle the first order head on. My sensors are picking up ties. Brace yourself. I'm not giving up now.
2: Yeah, is that Paige or is that Hera? Yeah. yeah. Is that? <laughs> that sounds like Hera. Isn't that weird? Hmm. <laughs> like, no, little kids won't notice. <laughs> if, you, if you're drinking the Star Wars Kool Aid, you know, it's a little bonus treat. Maybe I think if I was a kid, that would drive me crazy because I still am like scarred from when they changed the voices in Inspector Gadget. I don't know if you remember that as a child, but they changed no. the voices and I, I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> Maybe that's just a problem I have. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The last one is the Praetorian Guard. Ooh, get pumped. Yeah, get pumped. Get ready. This is another uh, spoiler figure. We're like, hello. I'm the Praetorian Guard. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, so there's like a like a knife sound, and then like a laser knife sound was basically, I think, all that he would do. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping. Yeah, he had like the uh, the Podracer voices. Yeah, arr, arr, take that, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> paul stanley
0: all right
3: listen who likes the dark side (laughs) i know i do anyone want lasagna
2: make it eat it go to the gym follow paul stanley on all social media people yeah you'll never be disappointed good work there with uh the force link yeah thanks again to lou for uh Putting his figures on the line <laughs> for us to uh, <laughs> to record those wonderful clips, yeah. So Comtech's back. I think it's gonna last about as long as Comtech did. <laughs> <laughs> and then in twenty years, we can go to Celebration twenty two and see who's got a Force Link uh, wrist thing, <laughs> and everyone can look at us like we're nuts. <laughs> Listen, the explosive words and sounds of the Star Wars
5: ComTech system. Imagine yourself in the movie. I sense a disturbance in the Force. May the Force be with you. You join me. You will be a
0: gentleman, I promise. You have been well trained.
5: You haven't experienced Star Wars until you've experienced ComTech. Figures come with chips, readers sold separately, batteries
2: not included. It's your universe. So I was super curious what other people's experiences were like at Force Friday. And so I put a thing on our Blast Points social media worldwide affair we have going on uh, for people's voice recordings of... uh, their Force Friday experiences, and um, and we got a few really nice ones. So uh, let's listen to some of these. Here's our here's our first one from John. Let's see what uh, let's see what John's Force Friday experience was like.
3: Hey guys, this is John Pataki from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I uh, went out for Force Friday last night with my friend Ryan. Had a grand old time at Toys R Us and Meijer. Um, I feel like most places didn't get their exclusives, but it's all right because we still had a good time. Uh, with the 501st garrison from around here, uh, got my picture taken with some Jawas and a little baby Jawa, uh, always good. Got my old Luke, got my Ray. uh, took my first steps into a larger world of pop collecting where I bought my first two, uh, old Luke Skywalker and then, uh, Snow, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) I blocked out for a second. So, um, yeah, uh. Overall seemed like it was bigger in the past, but I mean, it was still a good time to hang out with Star Wars freaks. So have a good one. Well
2: that's pretty awesome. I mean he went to Toys R Us and he got a Ray and a Luke. Yeah, it's a good he had a good uh good haul there. He got the the prime cuts yeah of, of beef. <laughs> Anything after that's just a side dish. Well thanks for sending that, John. Um what's what's here with uh let's hear how it was for Emily.
4: Hi Jason and Gabe, this is Emily from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and this is my Force Friday Report. The shopping this year was a little more stressful due to the fact that my place of employment is currently shut down due to reconstruction and reconfiguring of the factory, so right now I'm on unemployment, and that makes for some difficult decision making on a day like today. Every time I would see something in the stores that I absolutely had to have, I had to have a conversation with myself and ask if that was really necessary. And it made for a difficult decision. Um, For example, there was an adorable pork that flapped its wings and made funny little noises when you pressed its belly, but it was $40, and $40 is a lot today. That said... I was still able to get most of my daughter's birthday and Christmas shopping done, and I got her something a little extra, too. I picked her up one of the Forces of Destiny dolls, the Ray doll, and I got her a small Chewbacca and Porg figurine set that she seemed to really enjoy. And I did a little shopping for myself, too. I got myself a small Porg plushie and a small Porg bobblehead because I have the pork Fever, and the only cure for the pork Fever is more pork. Unemployment and stress aside, it was still a great day. I had a lot of fun shopping, and I hope you all had as much fun as I did. Um, thanks.
1: But yeah, Emily,
2: that was great. You know, and that's, it's like we were saying earlier, that's what it's all about. It's like, you don't have to spend a ton of money at Force Friday, you know, like... I I feel I get the pressure some people feel, like, you know, some people post on, like, Instagram and stuff, like, look at my Force Friday haul. Mm -hmm. I bought everything. I bought the whole store, you know, and it's like, that doesn't mean that somebody's a bigger Star Wars fan than you or anything like that. You know, like I said, you can get a Klondike bar, and if you're just there for the party and the Star Wars good times, Mm -hmm. then... It's the best egg bar you've ever had. And here's one from Robbie
6: from all the way in the UK. Hey, guys. This is Robbie from the UK, uh, a.k.a. the G-Man. Um, I did a review recently for your show, and you read it out on uh, episode 88, IG88, 88, um, and it was really awesome, so thank you. Um, in regards to Forced Friday, it was great. Um, it was a bit different here in terms of midnight launches. Um, and there was one for Force Friday for The Force Awakens. So There was a midnight launch, and then John Boyega and Daisy Ridley actually surprised everyone at the uh, Disney store on Oxford Street in London. Um, and that was awesome. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make that one. Um, for this one, they didn't have a midnight launch. They did have a 9 uh, p.m. kind of press thing where they just had you know, the press being able to see the figures ahead of time and review them and things like that. But in terms of just for the public, it was actually the next day, so I was on the Friday at 9am, it just opened up uh, regularly, there wasn't a huge line, There's only about 10 or so people, Um, but there was a good amount of figures, they don't actually have the black series or anything in the Disney stores, they mainly have their, they have Funko Pops and they have the diecast figures, Um, so I managed to get the Luke Skywalker diecast, which was awesome, and now it's sold out everywhere, I know it's sold out in the US as well, Um, and I love it, it's absolutely awesome, I feel really lucky to have gotten one. I also got Rey as well. She comes with a lightsaber, a blaster, and her staff as well. So she puts, she goes into a really cool pose. Um, and they got a few Funko Pops. Got BB-9E, uh, Chewie with a pork, pork on its own, um, and Old Man Luke as well. So it was really cool. Um, I'll probably go out and get a few Black Series as well in the next couple of weeks. But that was my launch. It was really exciting. And throughout the day, I went throughout London, went to different stores, and got different things. So. It was really awesome, but it was, it's definitely different. There was no midnight launch like it was in the U.S., so I'm a bit bummed I missed out on that, but uh, overall, it was a successful one. Cool, so thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and um, keep up the great work. I love the show. I'm addicted to it. I even imported a shirt uh, from from the U.S. all the way to the U.K. because I want to support it as much as I can, so thank you so much, and keep up the great work. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right,
2: that's awesome. Thank you, Robbie. Thanks for sending that. Let's hear from Parker. Let's hear what... Uh how parker's force friday went
5: hey jason and gabe just wanted to drop a message about my first force friday midnight release experience i met up with a couple of guys in panama city florida some mercs and uh we lined up outside of toys r us about 45 till and we were about the 10th person in line and uh the Manager came out and informed us that they actually did not get all the products that they had expected. They were There were 10 different products or 10 or 12 different products that they didn't even get that they had expected. And it, it showed they had a very small display right at the front of the store. And I mean, it was still fun. Uh, I didn't know if you guys could uh, verify if that was just a, a local or a regional thing or if that was happening nationwide. Uh, we were we were speculating that it maybe had something to do with the tropical storm hur- or the sorry the hurricane, Hurricane Harvey maybe tearing stuff up and slowing down and obviously we we weren't too upset about it because if that was the case it was definitely understandable. Uh, we bounced around to a couple different WalMarts and uh, I got my Thrawn and my porgs, uh, which my daughter immediately claimed as hers. So I will need to be going and getting my own pork, evidently. So uh, I want to thank you guys for keeping me in the loop through Twitter and all the different social media. Uh, I had not really intended on going until I heard you guys talking about it, and then I kind of got on board that hype train, and I'm a little tired now. It's about 11 o'clock Friday morning and I already had gone out to target because the targets here did not do midnight releases so I uh I'm going to I'm going to get off here. Thank you guys. Keep doing what you do. I uh, look forward to the next episode and all future episodes and uh may the porgs be with you.
2: All right. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, thank you Parker. Yeah, and you definitely weren't alone. Like his his story with the manager coming out is very similar to yours. I like too that everyone had the fever and now everyone has the sleepy (laughs) because (laughs) you can't party forever and eventually you just got to take a nap (laughs) but yeah thanks everybody for sending stuff in that's it's really fun to hear what uh, other people's force friday experiences were like yeah absolutely
0: What's up, Jason and Gabe? It's uh, Taylor Gray, uh, excuse me, Ezra Bridger here, Spectre 6, uh, reporting into Blast Points podcast. Just wanted to say what's up, and uh, may the force be with you. See you guys. So
2: we've got some iTunes reviews that we got to get through. we got a backlog of iTunes yeah. reviews that we yeah, gotta, sure. we got to start, start tearing through here. And going through the backlog. All right. So the first one here is from Jay Shan, um, and it says, easily the best Star Wars podcast out there. Great show, guys. I've been listening and laughing at work. I love your guys' passion for all things Star Wars, and especially the documentaries and behind-the-scenes stuff. I knew this podcast was for me the moment George Lucas with a wine glass of gumballs was mentioned. I've tried other Star Wars podcasts, but this one is easily the most fun and informative. If I can offer one small piece of constructive criticism, it would be that you offer a timestamp the listener can jump to after possible spoilers for upcoming films are discussed. Yeah, we can do that better, and definitely don't listen to Chewbacca. Yeah, well, and now if you if you look at the last few episodes since you've written this review, if you like we were saying, check the website and if you check the um, the show description, I mentioned when we get done with the news. So just check the show description, and hopefully that works for you. Continuing, uh, one last thing I'd like to share are two Star Wars editing mistakes no one ever mentioned. Number one. In Return of the Jedi, right after Leia kills Jabba, they cut to the sail barge. Here you see a blast quickly cause Han to slide feet first off the side of the rail. Then, and quick cuts show him, reach out with his opposite end arms first to help Lando. Number two. In Episode 1, Darth Maul is toying with Obi-Wan with his lightsaber in his right hand. When Obi-Wan flies up and chops him in half, Darth Maul's saber is suddenly in his left hand. Thank you for the great podcast and laughs. Keep up the great work, you guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jay, Jay Shan. But I have you, have you ever noticed that, those editing things? I don't think so, because the only one I ever noticed is in Revenge of the Sith when uh, the lightsabers keep switching hands during the duel at the end. I'll have to go back and look for, uh, look for those two. And maybe one day we'll do a whole episode on editing mishaps. Flipped uh, Obi-Wan Padawan braid and all that good stuff. <laughs> something to look forward to. Yeah. Digging deep. Okay, so our, our next review is from Dianoga73, and it's titled Dun, 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 Dun. He's referring to so it's, <laughs> the the review is written at 20, 28 minute 14 seconds. On episode 85 is your finest moment. You guys are funnier than me, and I resent it a little bit. So to refresh your memory, that moment is we were talking about how the first Star Wars trailer didn't have any John Williams music, and it was just the dun 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 dun, you know? So yeah. I'm glad uh Dianoga seventy three, that was for you that was our finest moment. Yeah. Sorry, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> But thank you Star Wars A billion years in the making And it's coming to your galaxy This summer Thank you Thank you
6: Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you
4: Thank you Thank you Thank you
3: Thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, JJ Abrams here. On behalf of the entire cast and crew of Star Wars Episode 7, thank you.
2: So we got a bunch more reviews that we'll be getting through in upcoming episodes. But keep them coming. After you're done listening to this episode, head over to iTunes, write something, and we'll read it on an upcoming show. And if you don't do iTunes, send an email. There's the email address to send stuff to on the, on the website, and you can do it that way, too. Yeah, I would think uh, Facebook Messenger works as well, too. Yeah, that would totally work. So, living in the future is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, we got uh, to give a shout-out to you. You probably heard at the beginning of the episode the amazing introduction from Vanessa Marshall, Star Wars Rebels, Hera Syndulla. Our loyal listener and good friend Jacob was out at the Toronto Fan Expo during the weekend of Force Friday. And he got an autograph from Vanessa Marshall and got her to record that amazing opening for us. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we're very flattered and very appreciative. That was awesome. It's like, it was Force Friday was already like, it's Force Friday. It's one of the best days you can have. And then that just kind of capped it off. So thank you so much. Yeah, We owe you what they call a life debt. (laughs) And these
1: last points too accurate for sand people only imperial stormtroopers are so precise
2: forget to check us out on blastpointspodcast.com facebook instagram twitter um and keep downloading the podcast wherever you can find it i think it's everywhere but like we said before if it's not somewhere let us know yeah we'll try to put it there share blast points out with your friends you know share stuff on social media or tell your friends if they like star wars and they like podcasts to listen to us and if they're not your friends tell them to listen to it anyways works both ways <laughs> But we'll be back next week with more fun. Maybe we'll be talking about a Last Jedi trailer. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be great. With our our luck, it'll be online as soon as we get done recording tonight. (laughs) And we'll have to start again. But yeah, thank you. And I hope everyone had a great Force Friday. And we'll see. Maybe there'll be Han Day. (laughs) Solo Saturday. Yeah, solo Saturday. Monday, Han Day. Millennium Friday, maybe? Well, if you go to Toys R Us, you guarantee they will not have any Han Solos. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be at Meyer and Target. So put it on your calendar. So alright, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.
3: May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you.
2: Many toy lines have tried to duplicate Disney's success. All have failed. But even if R2D2 doesn't become another Mickey Mouse, it's made a very Merry Christmas for the toy industry. Rob North for
3: ABC News. a force, be with all of you.